Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Hey, 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 welcome to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Loving Beyond the ID podcast with your hosts. <laughs> Jason and Tina Marie. That's me. All right, Jason. So who do we have in the studio with us today? You know, I was listening to the intro and it says, you know, love and dating. And we're going to talk on some dating today. We're going to get it straight from the beginning. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right well, so we have that. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say oftentimes if we say you pick the right partner, you don't have to worry about going through a lot of the challenges. That's right. right. <laughs> right. But we have the perfect people here to talk about that. Uh, right. We have Diana here. Diana, which is a friend of the show. She was here with Better Topics. Uh, so she's back, but she has a new game, and we're so excited to hear about it. Come on, Diana, talk to us. Hi, Jason. Hi, Tina Marie. Uh, thank you so, so much for having me on today again. Um, and today I'm actually bringing another guest with me. And uh, this is Scott, the uh, partner, basically, who we've partnered up with to create this amazing game that we have now in the works that is dedicated for people who are in the dating phase. Um, as Tina Marie, you very nicely put it in the beginning, <laughs> if you choose the right partner, most of your problems won't even happen anymore. So I do think that a strong relationship first starts with uh, choosing a good partner for yourself and then starting to work on uh, everything else. Uh, but I will just let Scott uh, introduce himself a bit, tell us about who he is and why he actually came up with this amazing game. Sure. Um, I'm Scott Allen, and I have been a high school teacher for over 20 years. And over the course of my career, as you would imagine, um, I have some affinity with some of my students, and I'm almost like a father figure to uh, a group of kiddos every year. Absolutely. It's just, it's just bound to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something that I'm also very passionate about, having good relationships with your students. As a teaching perspective, if you have that, you avoid a lot of problems. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. The bad teachers are the ones that usually have the difficulty. <laughs> oh, it's the, the bad teachers. Right. It's yeah. not the class. It's not the student. So, Maybe the teacher. When, when you're invested in your students, there's a lot of uh, collegiality that goes on and, and whatnot. So um, they know that in addition to teaching the content material in my classroom, I'll sneak in their other things to help them with their life goals, give them some good advice about, you know, what is it going to be like when they become an adult? And as you would imagine, it's no surprise to anybody, teenagers love to talk about relationships. Uh -huh. So this Amanda. is a... Um, yeah. Among the things in relationships, right? <laughs> Correct. Yes. So as this kind of father figure, when these things come up in classrooms, you know, environments from time to time, I try to give them that good sound advice. And as I've been doing this for a while, I'm also a gamer and I really like to do card games and board games and stuff like that. 
And I just thought it would be a lot easier to do this. Learning is fun if you make it into a game. And so I've turned this idea of dating and games together into something that's also research-based, something that's not just like tarot cards and randomness. This is all based on fundamental things about marriage, dating, all of those kind of things rolled in together and about making good choices. So this card game I've developed has basically a very simple, do you like A or B? Okay. I, I will take um, different random attributes from cards that you shuffle up and you just fill it out in a row. And it might be things from, you know, how much debt does a person have? Or are they physically attractive or not physically attractive? Or other different traits. And here's A and here's B. Which of these two people would you rather date and why? Mm. And that gives them a lot of different things to think about. Because teenagers, their brains are always like, well, is he hot or is she cute? <laughs> but they're not thinking farther into the future. Absolutely. You know, they, Sometimes they, it goes beyond teenage years. Yes. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I've tried to have them think further ahead than that, because then I always get these questions. Well, they cheated on me. They didn't, you know, they did me dirty and all. Well, why did they do that? Did you think far enough ahead about the kind of partner that you wanted to have? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, no. Well, because you're a teenager and you're still learning this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I've developed this game where you have all of these different core values, choices that you're going to choose between, you know, do you want somebody that's attractive, but they're in between jobs and Mm. they have a lot of debt. Okay. Well, or what's my other choice? Oh, okay. Then you might have somebody that's maybe middle-aged, a little on the older side. That's kind of creepy, but they have their life together. Mm. (laughs) So I have them, you know, consider these things as if they were like 21 years old, because I'm trying to have them again, think into the future here. This is going to help them develop who is their future partner really going to be. We're not playing games anymore. Let's really think about hard. What is it exactly that we really want to do here when it comes to a relationship? So um, with the, with the game for your, you kind of developed it around teenagers to help them think in the future. Yes. So this game is would be ideally for someone who may be between the ages of 21 and 30, right? Who may not have chosen that partner yet. I kind of. Well, I would disagree because I, for myself, I went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, you know, you have to go through this whole process all over again. I was in a marriage for almost, well, yeah, about 19 years. And I had to do this process all over again. We didn't have online dating or anything like that. So even for myself, I had to, you know, take some time to heal, reflect, think about, you know, how am I, if I got to do this again, what am I going to really, I I have to sit down and prioritize what I want for my next partner. I don't want to play games anymore. I want to Okay. So you're saying it would be for anyone, Anyone. ideally any single person. Okay. Yes. Because. The, you know, somebody that's, let's say, 18, 20, 21 years old, you're at a different stage in your life. 
Right. And your priorities are different than mm-hmm. someone that's in their older stages, even if they have been through a divorce, our priorities shift and change. Yes. And yes. the great part about this is that this is a personal reflection about you, where you're at, where your priorities are. This is going to give you results based on your lifestyle, your choices, your change. You should not feel guilty about what you want. You want what you want and other people want what they want. Exactly. All right. So, so Diana, tell us the first, your first game was better topics. It was uh, geared more towards helping married couples communicate better, right? right? Have a good communication. Yeah. Okay, so, so tell us a little bit about the first game and then take us into what your thoughts were um, coming into this next section. The next, uh, so this is better topics too, or is it just better um, topics for singles? So the first game is better topics card game for couples because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it is for people who are in a relationship already and it helps them communicate better with a fun game. And this one will be better topics dating. And okay. um, as Scott said, it will be for people who are in the dating phase. Um, the thing is, many people actually requested us to do a game for dating uh, we just never got around to actually do it just yet because we were so still caught up with promoting better topics for couples. So it was Scott who actually reached out to us and, you know, asked for some advice with like a Kickstarter campaign because from his research, we were the only ones who had a similar game in a similar niche to his. And it made so much sense, you know, to actually uh, for him to actually contact us. And when we had the initial conversation, I was so, so pleasantly surprised, first of all, because of his motives behind it. And uh, when it, when I saw him, how invested he was in helping his students, you know, as, as he said, like a father figure, which mm-hmm. I really, really loved because in many businesses, I think what counts sometimes even more than the product itself or the initial product is the reason behind it. And what do you actually want to do with it? Right, right. And also this um, went very well with the niche that we are in, although it's dating, although this is dating and we are already, you know, in the in the relationship area. I thought this will actually work so, so well because it is still education through fun, which I am a huge fan of. As Scott as well, I am also a very big lover of board games and card games, too. And myself as well in, you know, um, in my, uh, let's say younger years, um, always used to love that, you know, always uh, love playing so much more than I do now because of all the time. But also (laughs) I thought at my younger self, you know, I would have loved to have something Something. like this because I had to go through years and years of studying of courses of books of everything to actually learn how to actually um, select a good partner, what a good partner even means, you know? And many times I thought if I would have had a game like this, it would have made it so much easier and I would have learned it maybe so much quicker (laughs) because it's a game rather than just sitting through thousands of books. Now, I'm not saying the books are not good. They are very good Mm -hmm. and they are very insightful. But the thing is with them, just one book won't be enough, you know, because right, one right. book might give you some answers, but not all of them. Whereas this one is sort of a, let's say, shortcut in a fun way that you can already use. 
you know. And Scott also has some very, very amazing feedbacks that he got. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them that I loved the most was uh, from his colleague that he played mm -hmm. the game with. And mm -hmm. uh, this colleague of his actually went out on a date, uh, you know, the following weekend. <laughs> and within like half an hour, she knew already that that person is not a good partner for her, which I love because you don't have to spend three, right. six yeah. months, two years to see, is this a good person for me? Do we actually match? Do we want the same things? What What is it? So um, this was, you know, a game that I thought, oh my God, this ma it makes so much sense, you know? And I was so happy when Scott reached out to us and he explained the game. And, you know, all of this together, I said, okay, let's just partner up because we already have the experience of a Kickstarter mm -hmm. and he already created the game. So we said, why not just launch it together and then um, help as many people as we can? Because, um, again, if, if you start out with a good partner, you know, from the beginning, right. everything yeah. else, it's so much easier. And trust me, I know this because I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> Many times I've chosen partners just because, I don't know, they were there. They were hot. They were hot. I don't know, they seemed intelligent and, you know, uh, stuff like this. But I never looked beyond that. It was just right. like two, three things that I looked at. And I was like, okay, he has those, you know, let's just start a relationship and see where it goes. Right. right. As the time went by, I realized I'm like, yeah, no. Like, yeah. this is not the right one for me. I want more than just that person to be intelligent or hot or whatever. So, um, you know, that's why when I when I uh, heard about the game, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I cannot even explain how amazing I think this game is because it can help so many people from teenagers to literally any age. Like, whoever is dating, they can use this game. Mm -hmm. And a really good part of it is that it can be played in a group too. So you okay. don't have to necessarily play it by yourself, although you can. Mm. Um, you can play it in twos, in threes, in a group as a party game even. And even if you have a party with your friends, for example, and you just start playing the game, you can even help your friends with it, you know, which I think is amazing. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Did you have a question? I did have a question, but I can't know. I'm, I'm trying to think about <laughs> I, I, I have several, several questions. questions. Oh. oh. No, because when you first when you first started talking, Scott, you said, you know, it was about dating and all this other stuff. And then later on, you came back and said, well, I went through it and I just came out of divorce. I'm like, yeah, now you have to date again. So it all depends on where you're at. Dating doesn't mean like you just, you know, you, you start now, now at 18 right. or 21, 22 years old. It's whenever you start dating and, you know, again, again right. Oh, you right. just never know what happens. And that's good. But how did it help you, um, Scott? As you go through this journey for the second time, did it did it bring you into like laser focus into what you wanted and how you wanted your partner to be? So I I went through this process, um, went through dating and everything like that. I've done a lot of that kind of research in advance because mm -hmm. I wanted to get it right. You know, I you don't want to go into a second relationship. And again, I was very invested in my other marriage before, you know, the wheels fell off, as they say. So I did a lot of this research anyway, and I did find my, my life partner there. Okay. And, um, as, as I shared my story with my students, as they asked questions and things like that, again, I had already been helping them out with relationships and things before in the past. So I just took all of what Diana said, you know, 
here's these articles, here's these books I read and everything. I'm like, I'm going to compile all of this together and make this research-based. It's it's a good fundamental game for kids to really make some good, clear thoughts and you know foresight in the future with, but not have them read all of these. You know, I have a bibliography of I don't know how many sources, you know, for example, but throw it all together in there. So they have these very challenging thoughts and questions to consider because everybody has different attributes, good or bad or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that process, like I said, I just took all of that research that I've already done in the past, mixed it in with my own personal experiences that I've had, you know, you're on the dating apps and you get a stupid robot that pops up that you know, <laughs> copy paste, you know, I'm Svetlana from Russia and I'm an office manager. Okay. Tell me about what you liked about my profile. I'm Svetlana and I am an office manager. <laughs> block, you know, yeah. right, so right. This, this again is going to help anybody that's in the dating realm quickly identify. These are things that are very important to me. This is what I want in my life and in my dating, you know, area. And a lot of times, you know, when I first jumped into the dating realm, I I had an idea of what I wanted. I even mm-hmm. had a list on my phone. <laughs> you know, I like that. The infamous here's, list. <laughs> here's here's my non-negotiable list. Mm-hmm. They have to meet all of these requirements and then after that, I also have these are things I would really like to see, you know. <laughs> I, I but I wanted to have a laser focused approach on this because there I don't want to be wasting my time just like Diana said, you know. Right. You want to be happy. So I, you, I get it. Do you feel as though the game helps people actually recognize what they want? Absolutely. That's what I love about this because for the people that I've played this with, not just students, but like my colleagues and other friends that I've had, including married couples, I've had them just Here's my demo. What do you think? He's and- trying to get them divorced. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, I would like this, but I have this. <laughs> well, it, it did bring up for a couple of my close friends, for example, I demoed this and um, the, the results came out to be one of the attributes happened to be um, like arrogant or prideful or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm not like that. And the wife is like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a little issues, right? Yeah, that, that brought up a, a little mini marriage counseling session. For you know what? That, that, brings, that brings up a point too, Scott. Now, <laughs> if you're in a relationship and things are going well and you start playing this game and you find out yeah. that maybe this is not the person for you. Well, but not just well, that. It might also give you a goal to work towards as a couple yeah. you know is if, if like right. if you want yeah. to yes if like or, you see your partner actually would want like few characteristics in their ideal partner mm-hmm. maybe you can actually work towards that so you can actually acquire those for the relationship to work even better or or just realize get out of the relationship don't waste time you right cuz a lot of time we spend a lot of time <laughs> exactly. you know trying to make relationships work absolutely that we shouldn't be in Right. That's, you know, just that's being honest. Very, right? very true. Right. I, I would at least say for my friends' point of view that um, even though like the arrogant card or whatever it was that came <laughs> up, um, she happened to also say, Yes, you're arrogant, but I'll be honest, I kind of like guys that are like that. So <laughs> right. there you go. Right. <laughs> right. Confident kind of a guy that's, you know, 
So anyway. And so I was I was thinking when I said, does it help people realize and, you know, uh, maybe because oftentimes we are products of our well, majority of the time we're products of our environment and we don't really know what we want or what we like because we're taking cues from those people around us. Right. Right. What our parents or our closest friends or whatever. So does it help? You know, individuals kind of say, right, take an inventory of of your feelings, of what you like and what you think would be a better future for yourself. Tina, I couldn't have explained it any better than that. That is (laughs) honestly perfect. That's the whole reason why I made this game and specifically thinking about the teenagers. And then as Diana and Robert, her husband, got involved, I'm like, yeah, parents can get involved with this conversation, too. And even Mm -hmm. counselors and marriage therapists and. You know, these are people that can come together and help guide that idea with still keeping, you know, your own personal choices here. A lot of times people just jump into the dating realm and they're just like, I'll figure it out as I go. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll I'll hand you a thousand dollars and you just go to the mall and just buy whatever you want them. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's a great way to just buy a bunch of stuff that you don't really want. Or yeah, need. because exactly. we really don't know. We really don't know no. at the stage of dating. We have a little, as we get older, we have a little bit of an idea, but mm-hmm. as a teenager, you're just like, okay, this is a natural process. This is what I'm right. supposed to do next. What so I'll just, I'll just go out there and the first person that says, Hey, you want a date? I'll be like, sure. Right. As teenagers, we're only looking at looks. So that's right. if I'm attracted to you, that's who I'm going to try to go out with. Right. Yes, right. but also as as Scott pointed out, many parents can actually play this with their kids, and then yeah. explain to them why is it that it's better to look at certain characteristics, and why is it not, for example, if they're only hot and everything else doesn't matter. You know, right. I was going to say the exact as, same thing. Yeah, especially as parents, when you have especially teenagers, you know, um, I would think you want to help them. You know, to right. choose mm-hmm. a the best partner that they can obviously they will still have to learn through their own experience and they will still make some mistakes but you can minimize those and you can minimize their heartache as well if you give them a really good start off in the dating world because many times i said even with relationship is true and dating and as tina you very nicely said we take our clues from outside we don't learn this in school. Nobody right. is right. like, okay, you have to go to this relationship course. So then you know how to have a, a really proper relationship or how to do dating. Nobody knows. We just wing it because that's what we're supposed to do. And we wing everyone it. We wing behaves. It yeah. We wing <laughs> it through life. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And everyone behaves like they know what they're doing. And you're like, here, like <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. But everyone else looks like they, like they would know. But they actually don't either. They just wing it themselves. Right. So with a game like this, you know, either school counselors or parents or even grandparents, you know, can, they can mm-hmm. sit down and they can say, okay, let's just play this game. And because it's a game, similar with better topics for couples, mm-hmm. same uh, uh, thing goes here as well with the dating game is that because it's a game, kids and everyone who is in the dating phase are more likely to be open about it yes. and to yep. actually want to play it because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And also the way the game is set out, there are no wrong answers anyway. Right. You know? right. 
and the possibilities of people with different traits and characteristics is endless. Mm -hmm. We have at least 37 different types of categories and in each category we have from like worst to best, like five of them. So you can imagine we have over 160 cards that they can play with. So the possibilities of a person type are endless and they can always change. And then that just makes you think more and more like, okay, this person has like three or four characteristics that are good, but also has like two that I'm not very sure about. Would I accept that in real life or would I not? And then Mm -hmm. they can discuss this like, okay, is this actually something quite important? Should you leave it? Should you accept it? Can you work with it? Work with it, right. Exactly. So I think this is an amazing game. And uh, I can't wait to have kids to play it with them together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Anything that helps that conversation along, you know, especially about dating, was really, really tough. We had two boys and a, and a girl. And that conversation and trying to get them to see and understand the right uh, mate the, to the pick. The right <laughs> mate. And, and, you know, because, you know, they're they're going through their thing and they're finding out um about life so yeah if you can help with that process in a fun way yeah that's yeah that's we a were good thing. we were a very big game family so mm-hmm. this would have been very you know instrumental in helping them think as they're getting older mm-hmm. the type of mate that they should not only want but attract right? right so these are the things that you are dead set on and these are the things that are questionable that you have to you know Right. If it's a red flag on the field, like, let's pay attention to uh, it. Let's okay. not overlook it. Right. <laughs> so that's very good. Very good. And then even for those, you have a question, Scott? I want to add to that. Okay, um, go right ahead. This, this also um, lets you set that person up. Okay. If this is really what you want, how are you going to attract that kind of a person too? Okay. Because okay. you could be a deadbeat with no job, with lots of debt, no education, no goals. And you and want you a Hollywood want millionaire kind of lifestyle <laughs> where they have all their life together. How are you going to, what are you going to bring to the table to attract that kind of person? Absolutely. That whole idea opposites attract really does not work. Right. <laughs> the right. expectations right. of naming what you want, but you don't right. have to be the equivalent to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. We always so say like attracts like. Out, yeah. So as you figure out what you want, Right. Are you that kind of person, too? Because that's what you're also going to attract. You're going to have some similarities, but not everything will be identical. Absolutely. Has to be more than just the looks, right? It sounds like a fantastic game. It sounds like something that is definitely needed. It is. Because we um, even as we said, education is the key. And the thing about dating or even marriage is that we oftentimes are not educated about what that entails, right. you know? So like you said, uh, you know, Diana, we're, we're out here winging it, looking <laughs> like we know what we're doing, but yep. we're, in the back of our minds, we're going, I have no idea what I'm supposed to yeah. do next, right? <laughs> but society <laughs> you know? says this, I'm going to go this way, you know? Or, because- or we, we stay with it because we think once we start dating someone that we're supposed to invest 150%. Yes. And this is definitely the person right. until you've wasted five, 10, you know, of your years. And then you realize I, I was with the wrong person from the very beginning, right? So but, it sounds but, like a very... Yeah, it sounds like a very good game. But what's interesting is people mistake that. Like, I invested so much time. I'm going to make it work. Right. That's no, true. that's not how it works around here. You deserve to be happy. If you want to be happy, if it's not making you happy, then you maybe 
need to do something else. Don't stay somewhere just because you invested so much. We do time. do right. that. We, we also, people also who are dating, they've invested five years. They feel as though, you know, this has to be yeah. the relationship because I've spent five years into it. Absolutely. So maybe this is a great, great way for those, uh, you know, when you're going out or having, you know, a lot of people are having game nights. This is definitely a tool that they can use for oh, yes. those those single people or the people out there that's dating or even, you know, as you said, married couples who may have children and they can start young to help guide them in the direction of, you know, just consciously thinking about yeah. what type of mate do I want? You know, what type of wife do I want? What type of husband do I want? What, what type of just mate in general? How do I want them to treat me? What do I want their qualities to be other than their looks? Because Looks aren't everything. Nope. So just being able to look beyond, you know, the physical. One thing I would like to add is um, to this day, one of the best, like literally top three best decisions in my life. I think literally the first one out of the top three is the fact that I've never settled. And yes. that's led me to meet my husband, Robert, and we're still having, you know, literally uh last week was five years since we've met the first time which is amazing mm -hmm. and we have been married for over four years now and still to this day we have an amazing relationship where we support each other we have a lot of adventures together and all the amazing things that a relationship should be now it took me many years to get to that point it took right. me many heartbreaks and literally years of having my heart broken over and over and over again and being sad and lonely sometimes and all of these because I was making poor partner choices. Now, I cannot blame anyone but myself because I was making those choices. Right. right. But people who play a game like the Better Topics dating game, they can fast track that. They don't have to go through years and years of pain, heartache, and learning. They can literally fast track that. And just from a first date to know, yeah, we're not compatible. No point to go on. You know, no point to push this. Right. No point to waste years in dating. <laughs> and then, you know, five years later, oh, my God, why hasn't he married me yet? You know, why is he right. still yes. doing this Absolutely. and all of these things? Mm -hmm. Like, no point. What's the point in suffering? Because mm -hmm. um, I had this discussion with one of my older aunts. She's my grandmother's sister. And she's been married for 43 years, but at the time when her husband died. And I've asked her because she was um, wearing this as a badge of honor. Like, oh, my God, we've been married for 43 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me just ask you one thing. How many of those years were truly happy? Mm -hmm. like how mm -hmm. many and this and question I, and just and blocked her she just looked at me and she's like what do you mean happy we didn't look at happiness <laughs> <laughs> you know i knew you were gonna say that yeah. that's so funny jason says that all the time yep. people people say oh i've been married yeah. for 20 years i've been married for 40 years yeah but the real it's not how long yeah it's how long have you been, been happy, happy. Right? exactly exactly and i you know at that point i was like in my mid-20s and i was like that's just depressing you know, why would I get married to someone and just be miserable throughout my life? Like, why? Mm -hmm. We don't depend on each other anymore for survival as we used to hundreds of years ago. Everyone makes their own money. Men, they make their own money. Women, they make their own money. We don't depend on each other financially or for anything else. We can function as individuals very well. Mm -hmm. So yep. if this is the case in this day and age, 
why would we still marry just for the sake of it? Just because people say like we should, yeah. you know, and especially because I got married late in my 20s, literally just before hitting 30. Uh, and especially because I'm coming from a culture where if you're over 25 and you're not married with kids, that's a right. big problem, you know, uh, and okay. literally every time I would visit family, they would straight ask me to my face, when are you going to get married? When are you going to ha have kids and all of that? And I was like, but with whom? Like, and they're like, oh, just settle down and get married to someone. And I'm like, that's stupid. Why would I do that? Just with like a random person, just to have kids, just to have a more miserable life after that. Because kids, as many people know, don't necessarily save a relationship. You know, they add strength to it. So I'm like, if the relationship itself is not good, then why right. go forward and have a kid as well with someone I barely like? You yeah. know, so I was like, why would I do that to myself? Like, I, I never understood this, you know, I always, um, I always struggled with understanding this. So the, the very short summary of this is I want people that use this game to discover where are their boundaries. This is a replayable card game that brings clarity and discussion to the personal choices within the dating realm itself. So in that way, this is going to help that internal dialogue. What is most important to me? What do I really want in my future relationship with someone in a serious way? I'm not messing around. I'm not playing games. I'm not out there just dating for the sake of dating. This is for somebody that I really want to find that life partner and help have that internal conversation. Well, what do I want? I, and then what changes do you need to make with you looking at your options right in front of you now? If this is what you want, what do you need to work on to improve that to make that person stand out? Because again, you might, you might be that person that's sitting on the couch, not doing anything or whatever, and you're not working, you're, you're not going to attract that opposite kind of a person. You have to also become that as well. Right. You attract who you are. So if you want those better options, you also need to clarify what options do you have? When you get your results, how many of those traits do you match with? And then what if that's what you want, what do you need to work on to become that so you can find that kind of person to one day marry or at least be in a long-term relationship with so that you are happy and both of you together are working on making that relationship bountiful. So again, um, this is again a, a self-reflection about who you are, what are you wanting in a partner, but again, at the very end of that, you get your results, and then that's a nice little self-reflection about who you are as well. If this is what you want in a partner, how many of those traits do you actually fit as well? And then this is a goal that you can set for yourself, or at least you have clear boundaries in place and traits that you want so that when you do go out into the dating realm, you have an idea now, this is what I'm looking for. And also, again, if that's a goal that you have for yourself, this is what I need to work on with myself so that I can attract that kind of a partner in my life. What do you think the youngest age is for this game? I know there's a lot of ministries that have youth ministries. 
So what would be the youngest, you know, because as you said, teenagers are not really looking ahead. Right. And right. the younger you get, you're like, what are all, I don't even know what these qualities are. So what do you think right. the youngest age bracket would be? I I think that um, you could start to have this at least discussion as a parent with your kids mm-hmm. when they start to get to be about in middle school age. Okay. okay. It's something that, you know, it's nearing that area. They're going to start thinking about boys. They're going to start thinking about girls. And as they get older and older, you know, they can have that more personal conversation. And as parents, I think what I would do with my daughter, she's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. There might be cards I would take out of the deck because they're okay. not ready for those yet. But right. you could still play this game even with young children, even, you know, cause again, my 10 year old daughter's already starting to think about boys a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't understand the whole idea about dating as complete as an adult would, but you can, again, have that conversation early, but you need to really be a parent then and really have that conversation directed and edited carefully to fit your child. And then as you do get older, and, you know, you really are in the thick of things, 18, even I would say 16 years old, you can even start having that, you know, play with all of the cards, even though they're not even really ready for that yet. Right. I have my, my students, I teach a business, for example, and I teach them how to budget their money, for example, for one of their projects. I'm going to do a lesson with you on how to move out of your house. At the end of that month, they're like, I cannot wait to stay living with my parents until I'm 28 years old. You know, I bet you're not ready for that financial responsibility, let alone the dating responsibility. Absolutely. It's it's an eye opener, huh? So this game, I know, even for my high school students, they'll sit there and they'll look at those choices. And sometimes they're just quiet for like two, three minutes straight. (laughs) Whoa, this is a hard one, <laughs> you know, but that's the whole point. I want right. them to think about right. this. where are your values? Where are your priorities in your life? And that's really going to help you elevate, you know, to that next level so that you have a very good laser beam focused on your partner of what you want. I like the fact that you can, you can, um, kind of, um, manipulate the deck and yeah, take manipulate it, the and, deck and take the cards out that's um, yeah. not appropriate for for the age that you're playing with. That that's good to know. Um, All right, Diana, we were wrapping it up. So your last words and thoughts about um, better topics dating. So just kind of give us an an overview of what you see it, how you see it in the future helping. You know, what is your goal for it? So our mutual goal is to help literally as many people as we can, the tens of millions if possible, Uh, mainly because through my work, I've seen so many relationships Mm -hmm. where if they would have just chosen a better partner to begin Mm -hmm. with, it would have made such a big difference for Mm -hmm. them and their overall happiness and mental health as well. So, you know, with games like the Better Topics Dating, people can fast track the dating phase to Mm -hmm. actually finding the right partner for them because again if you have a really good partner to start off with everything else just falls into place so much easier and the relationship is so much easier and more fulfilling so um also it's a fun game that people can play you know again at a party with friends Mm -hmm. with family Mm -hmm. and why not just educate yourself 
through a gate. Wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. All right. Well said. I can't wait. So again, this is going to um, come out on uh, the 1st of September, correct? Yes. It's okay. going to be launched with a Kickstarter campaign that will start at on the 1st of September. Yes. Wonderful. So wonderful. Okay. everyone right. who's interested in the game, they can go to our Kickstarter link and they can back us there. All right. Okay. So we will get that link from you and put it in the show notes. So I think that's it. This sounds like a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, yeah we're going to straighten out a whole bunch of relationships. Oh, right? We're going to get way. that, as I always like to call foundation, foundations. We're going to get foundations in order and from the very beginning. And I think it's, it'll be very instrumental in youth groups, right? Yes. Oh, because yes. Uh, oftentimes kids don't want to talk about these issues with right. their parents. So this is a game that people can purchase to play in those youth groups, wherever they may be or whatever, whether they're in churches or whether they're just after school programs or whatever it is, just kind of helping people think beyond, you know, what's right here, right Right. now. What do I want in the future? The cuteness and the hotness. We got to get beyond that, right? (laughs) We need to be able to make better choices, right? Right, absolutely. absolutely. And and not settle. And not not realize that we don't have to settle. And that, plus another bonus is that, if we want all those great things, we have to be demonstrate those great things, right? right? Yeah. We can't just want someone to bring everything to the table. Right. You fix everything, buy it, and I'm just going to come and sit down and eat. So that, that's that's <laughs> the, not how reality really works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think there are a few movies that may even demonstrate, think that of that's the way do. life is, but yeah, that's, that's not how the, life is. That's society. Yeah, that's the yeah. happily ever after. That's where we get this these false ideas from, right? Right, that's society. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, well, guys, I think thank you so much for, for coming yes. on, and thank you so much for building the game and um, yes, I think it's bringing be- it into fruition because we need this, right? Yes. We need a good start, a good yes, foundation. Absolutely. So, thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate it, and I think that wraps it up for us. So, as always, we're, we're in, in it to win it. it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Lovin' Beyond the I Do podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at legendaryrelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.